You are listening to the Technical SEO Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Tech SEO Podcast. I'm Kira Davidson, your host, and today I'm joined with Mercy. Uh, would you mind giving a little bit of background information on yourself, please? Thanks, Kira. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure, uh, you know, talking to you here. And uh, hello, everyone. I'm Mercy, and uh, I have more than 10 years experience, and uh, I enjoy what I do uh, in all sort of SEO. And uh, I'm currently working with a growth marketing agency, uh, which is Position Squared, uh, headquartered in Santa Clara, California, and I'm based out in Bangalore, India. Oh, that sounds really exciting. Um, so today, the plan is to talk around progressive web apps, JavaScript, and how all that ties into SEO. Um, like progressive web apps is a relatively new concept to myself. Um, how would you go around learning information on this? Yeah, so, you know, um, uh, as you said, uh, maybe uh, more websites are coming into progressive web apps and there are a lot of advantages, you know, uh, uh, probably there is certain disadvantages in terms of SEO, but uh, SEO, it is not just one part of it, right? Like uh, uh, the users and uh, how you, uh, quickly wanted to load the content how, and how interactive you wanted to have your website, then PWA, the progressive web apps is a great solution for anyone. Uh, so based on that factor only, I feel that uh, many websites are uh, recently, you know, taking an approach of uh, uh, getting the website done using JavaScript framework you know, something like React.js and AngularJS and also the, uh, uh, you know, progressive web app. So, uh, as, especially when you're in an agency site, uh, you always get an opportunity to learn more, right? Like, because yeah. uh, you always tend to get a lot of new clients and uh, the every client is not the same client. Uh, it, it, even, you know, you get two e-commerce client, each uh, website will have a different set of issues. So you need to look for a different set of solutions. So that is where the uh, you know advantage for people who work in an agency is what I believe. And uh, that is when I uh, started you know um, facing certain websites that uh, come for optimization that has the JavaScript framework. And that is how I started learning about it. And uh, I would I should say that it is uh, you know. Uh, uh, very challenging and uh, very interesting to know as well. Yeah, from what I've read around it, it's quite complex, but it definitely sounds super interesting and something I should spend more time learning around. Um, so my understanding is um, PWAs and JavaScript, it's all, it can affect the rendering of the page. Um, and obviously it's really important that there's no issues around that. Um, how would you typically go around checking this or making sure that it's okay and working correctly? Right. So as you rightly said, you know, the rendering is the first thing that uh, anyone has to take a look when they wanted to optimize the JavaScript or PWA website. So, uh, and also people should be aware that indexing is different and rendering is different. 
right? Both are not a similar console. And um, uh, Google Search Console is the perfect tool for you to go and identify uh, is your uh, Google bot is rendering all the information that you are serving via JavaScript. And um, uh, sometimes you might not be able to uh, get the Google Search Console access for you know multiple reasons, right? Like the client might not have Google Search Console configured or for some reasons that is getting delayed, getting access is a problem. So in that case, I would recommend that you use your, uh, you know, the mobile, uh, 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 the Google version of uh, mobile friendly checker tool. Yes. So there also you can, uh, you know, uh, take a URL and uh, see whether the uh, JavaScript uh, powered content or powered features are rendered particularly. So these are all the two uh, specific tools that I would recommend for anyone. That sounds great. Um, just out of curiosity, um, can you also see it in DevTools as well in the, like the performance tab? Uh, so no, the, the performance cannot be, uh, you know, seen through the uh, mobile friendly checker. Uh, the Google Search Console is the only option where you can go and identify the, uh, you know, um, uh, the yes. uh, search queries that you are receiving and the clicks that you are receiving. But uh, the other crawling tools that are available in the market is also, you know, becoming so sophisticated to, uh, you know, um, solve these kind of problems. So uh, I use um, Screaming Frog a lot to, uh, you know, crawl a, a big uh, volume websites and you have an option to uh, specifically uh, you know set the javascript uh, crawling and rendering so that yes. also gives you the right information so there are tools available so uh, you know you, you don't uh, have to specifically call out tools right like and uh, uh, none of the seo tools are so comprehensive that it covers each and every aspect of it right so uh, 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 but my choice would be uh, the uh, screaming frog and also the deep crawl. Yes. Ah, sounds super interesting. And are there any sort of like ultimate do's and don'ts when it comes to implementing this at all? Or are there any key considerations that really need to be take, like thought about before making the move? Definitely, Kira. So that's a you know great question. Uh, I think because um, any most of the time uh, the problem that I see is uh, when uh, the website is being developed uh, using the JS framework. Uh, what happens is it also comes with the client side rendering, uh, right? So yeah, uh, I uh, so the client side rendering and the JavaScript rendering goes hand in hand for user perspective, right? Like you can deliver a very interactive website, you can deliver a very fast loading websites. So all of these things can be taken care of in terms of users. But when it comes to SEO, this is definitely going to be a problem because uh, you know uh, only the Google bot is uh, currently have the resource to crawl the JavaScript, not the other uh, bots. Maybe they are not sophisticated enough to do as much as the Google bot does it. And uh, also, uh, so uh, this is what I say, like instead of rendering the content through client side, probably the websites can, or the developers can uh, think of a scenario of doing it in a server side rendering so that the content 
and uh, you know the basic seo elements like page title descriptions and canonical tags and meta robot stack and stuff like that can at least be rendered through server side and probably that uh, other things like you know the uh, video embeds and stuff like that can be happen through the uh, client side rendering so that yeah. is what i would uh, recommend to do it and uh, recently google has also been uh, promoting a lot about dynamic rendering right like uh, uh, you use both server side as well as the uh, client side rendering yeah uh, yeah to be specific uh, you know if uh, you can identify uh, you know which is actually crawling the website so if it is a user bot uh coming to your website then you serve the details through server side so that the bots doesn't have any issues in uh you know crawling your content crawling your seo specific details like meta tag and robot.txt meta robots and etc when a user uh, browse your website you know it comes from a browser point of view then probably uh, render the information through client side so that the uh, you know interactivity or the you know fast loading experience can seamlessly happen for the user self so this is the do's and don'ts i would recommend on a large scale that sounds great thank you um are there are there any sort of courses out there where you can learn about this or is it a case of just using like the typical sites um for information on this like how would a beginner get into get gaining more knowledge on this sure uh, i have started uh, you know um, uh, i actually went into a situation where i have to learn about it <laughs> then i learned about it so you know uh, there was a website came for an optimization i was not aware of javascript seo and then i decided that okay this is where i lag and i have to do it so there are a lot of uh, you know resources that are available in on online um, especially that i have to say this because seo community is one community where everyone is so happy to share their experience and share their learning for free of cost right i i never seen uh, such kind of sharing happens in other communities so you you name a problem you have a solution online so there are diy guides you know come from uh tools like uh, screaming frog semrush and even individual uh, you know seo experts have done that but the first recommendations that i would uh, you know say is uh, google has been uh, doing a video series on the javascript seo yes so this is yeah so that is a lightning talk happens it is not so complicated they make it uh, very easy for the you know layman to understand the language so that is what i recommend to start with but once you get the hang of the basics probably you can start reading about more so that you know you can expand your knowledge in that that sounds great yeah i've been watching a couple of those videos um that google's been putting out and they've been so beneficial um so i think if i keep sticking at them uh then i can move on to the the reading side of it and it'll all make a bit more sense yeah correct um so is the, do you have like a sort of like checklist on how to implement this or like you said there are there can be things that are overlooked or key things that need to happen to to make make sure it runs smoothly do you typically follow a checklist for this or how do you go about that 
Yeah, first thing I would say that, uh, you know, before getting into SEO optimization, the first thing to check is whether your content is being rendered by the bots. So that is, uh, if there is a problem in that, how much optimization you do, how much of, you know, content you put in on the website in terms of blog or product page and category page or whatever, it is not going to help because the bot is not going to read that. So have the website as a launch pad for your organic growth the website rendering is the key. So fix you know, have a check and identify whether it is all good to go. If not, probably all your you know, um, concentration should revolve around that to fix it. Once the rendering is happening, then we can gradually get into you know, all the sort of uh, 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 SEO optimization. It is not uh, you know, totally different. It's not a different set of game. Right, like uh, you do optimization separately for a HTML website and do separately for a JavaScript website. It is the same, but yes. to make sure that uh, you know the code, uh, you know the uh, uh, SEO uh, optimization that you do is visible for the bot. So that is where the problem is. So the checklists, I would say, remind the same for you know a, a, like the other websites that you optimize, but the initial, uh, you know, the additional checkpoint should be. Uh, is your content rendered by any bot, not just Google, but any bot? That sounds great. Yeah, that's really important to make sure that it's being rendered at all um, and that bots can access it no matter whether it's Google or Yandex, whoever it is, it's really important. Yeah, you're right. Um, so you, my understanding is that you have some, you've been working on some sites that are, that have taken this approach. Um, obviously, as of May, Google is going to be sort of rolling out their page experience update, and it's obviously not going to be an instant, uh, take instant effect. It's going to sort of grow over time. Um, do you find there's uh, many issues around these sort of sites with their page experience issues? Actually, I would say that uh, these, uh, you know, JavaScript and uh, um, uh, the PWS sites have a, you know, edge over the other websites in terms of page experience because the main objective of doing these frameworks is to improve the page speed and uh, provide the right, uh, you know, interactivity for the users and the, uh, you know, business. So in that way, I see always the edge over for these websites on the Google Core Web Vital, uh, you know, um, launch that is uh, going, I mean, it's going to happen in the coming days. But, uh, you know, the uh, probably the uh, CLS is what we should uh, be really care about, right? Like uh, the, uh, how, um, you know, uh, is there going to be a large uh, shift happening around it? Because yeah. uh, you're going to call different JS modules in different areas. And if you don't do that right, probably the CLS gets affected and uh, you might need to have a look around that. And uh, also, uh, mistakenly, what happens is uh, uh, we uh, the developers by mistake tend to block certain JavaScript resources for Google uh, bots as well. I mean, generally for bot, not just Google bot. Yeah. So we should also be careful about that uh, so that, you know, um, if not every uh, element of your page 
might be visible for the bot. So it is not related to the uh, page speed, uh, sorry, page experience metrics. But uh, I, while talking about it, I just got about that as well. <laughs> That's great. No, thank you for providing that insight. Um, yeah, it's really important that to be aware of what developers are doing. Uh, so no, no accidents occur. Yeah. Um, I've really enjoyed uh, speaking with you today. Um, thank you so much for joining uh, the Tech SEO podcast. It's been great. And it's highlighted to me personally uh, how much I've got to learn around PWAs especially because uh, it's, it's, it's not familiar at all. And so much information out there that I really need to tap into. So I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks, Kira. It was a pleasure talking to you and uh, we all learn from each other and grow together. Exactly. Thanks so much. Thanks, Kira. Appreciate it. Bye.